0: Hey everyone, welcome, and thanks for tuning into our podcast. Hey, we are so glad to see you today. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. And every woman today, we have a a rose for you when you leave, even if you're not a mom, because we know some of you, you're not a mom yet, or some of you, you, you know, you haven't been able to have children, and I know how that feels. I spent 10 years trying to have a baby when we first were married and thank God he he did answer my prayers, you know, but God moves in our lives in different ways. And today we want you to know that we love you. And so ladies, we have a rose for you and we're so thankful that you're here today, amen. You know, so when we were talking about as a staff, we got together and we discussed Mother's Day, you know, and we were like, what are we gonna do for Mother's Day this year? And um, we came up with an idea about Paris, bring mom to Paris now if you you can't go to Paris right now anyway because Every, Europe is closed down. But, um, you know, we thought, wouldn't it be cool if we could just kind of have a Parisian experience here, you know, a once in a lifetime. Going to Paris is a once in a lifetime trip, right? You know, not too many of us get to go, get to experience that. But um, I hope you all do. I, I hope you do because I've been there and it's really beautiful. And I think it's amazing and a lot of fun. Now, my first trip to Paris, I pretty much hated it because we walked so much and we ran, we literally ran through Paris in one day. And um, I remember being like, I just want to get out of Paris. (laughs) But then I went back again and I was able to, I got to go because my son went to school in Europe, just so you know, I'm not just constantly over in Europe. (laughs) But you know, I got to go to spend some time with my son and we went to Europe, to Paris and we spent a couple of nights in a hotel there and we got to walk around the city and we really enjoyed it. So it's a once in a lifetime experience. And I just want to encourage you today that your life is a once in a lifetime experience. Your life, God wants to use it. God wants to work and move in you. He has a thing called legacy in store for you. He wants to build your life. If you choose to live for him, he wants to build upon your life and he wants for your legacy to go down through the generations of people who follow you, amen? God wants to do something great in you. You know, we have a once in a lifetime opportunity and that's called our lifetime to to leave a legacy. In Joshua chapter three in the Bible, we find uh, the people, God's people, and they have this new leader named Joshua. And Joshua is tasked with the job to take the people into the promised land, the promised land. That was what God was giving to his people, his children. That was his, their inheritance. That was his legacy that he wanted to leave to them. He wanted for them to go into this land and to take it over and to live in homes that they hadn't built and to reap harvest that they hadn't planted. He had a plan for them and that was the promised land. So here is Joshua and he's getting ready to take the people through. The the promised land is on the other side of the Jordan River. So they're standing at the Jordan River and the Jordan River is at flood stage at this time of year. It says it in, in Joshua chapter three. And it's, so it's, it's overflowing, it's a big river, it's one that you can't cross easily. So here he is with the people of Israel, God's children, and they have to cross this river to get to the promised land, to get to their legacy. And God, so so Joshua goes to God, of course, because you can't take a million plus people across an overflowing river, right? Um, so they so they go to prayer, and God tells Joshua, He says, "What I want you to do is I want for the priests to carry the Ark of the Covenant, which that represented God's presence. The Ark, the priests didn't normally carry the Ark; the Levites did. But He said, I want for the priests to put the Ark on their shoulders and to carry it into.'" the Jordan River. So they had to step in to the water. And he said, and when they step in, after they step in, then I'm gonna pile up the water and it's gonna pile up and they're gonna be able to walk through on dry ground. So that was a miracle, right? They got to experience a once in a lifetime event where they saw the river part right before their eyes and each and every one of them got to experience walking through the river on dry ground. Come on, that's a once in a lifetime thing that you're not going to forget anytime soon, right? So they walked through and they knew that their legacy was on the other side. So now we're in Joshua chapter four. That's where our text is and here God's children it are and they have experienced this once in a lifetime event of walking through the river. And we're going to read this um, in Joshua four verses one through nine. It says when all the nation had finished passing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, take 12 men from the people from each tribe, a man and command them saying, Take 12 stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan from the very place where the priest's feet stood firmly and bring them over with you and lay them down in the place where you lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the 12 men from the people of Israel whom he had appointed, a man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, Pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and take up each of you a stone upon his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel. What do these stones mean to you? Wait, okay, I'm sorry, I messed up. I hate reading. (laughs) That this may be a sign among you, when your children ask in time to come, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. Then verse 8, it says, And the people of Israel did just as Joshua commanded, and took up twelve stones out of the midst of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, just as the Lord told Joshua. And they carried them over with them to the place where they lodged, and laid them down there. And... Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant had stood, and they are there to this day. All right, so today we're going to talk about legacy. What is legacy? Legacy is something held or transferred to someone that they will inherit. So our main idea today is legacy is what lasts more than a lifetime. Legacy lives beyond you. So here's my question for you. Hey, we have one life. What are we gonna do with it? I have one life. What am I gonna do with it? Come on, think about that. What are you gonna do with your life? You know, God wanted for his people to know that they had a responsibility to tell their children about what had happened. And today, I want you to know that legacy is your responsibility. Um, Legacy is what we do, legacy. And you know, those stones, what stones of legacy are you setting up in your life? Just as they set up the stones and they built a monument, what stones are you setting up in your life as a monument, as a legacy to your children? I want to encourage you, even if you're not a parent, I want to encourage you that you are going to leave behind a legacy, even if it's to your family, to your friends, to the people that you work with, or to the people that are around you. God wants to use your legacy. Um, You've been given a gift and that gift is this life. And that gift is also the responsibility of choice and choosing to live your life well. And God's calling us to be people of legacy. Um, You know, what is my legacy? My legacy is found in my lifestyle. And I just want to encourage you today. Your legacy is found in the way that you live your life. You know, we don't just get to leave behind what we want to leave. We leave behind who we actually are, amen? What, how we actually live our day-to-day life is what we leave behind. Um, you know, my legacy is the sum of the choices that I make each day. The daily choices, the small daily choices that I make each day, that's what I leave behind, especially to my children, because they see, they see the way that I live. You know, what was, what does my life speak to the people in my home? What does my legacy say? You know, if my life is built on daily choices, then my, you know, my daily choices are very important, aren't they? Um, You know, my, my legacy is shaped by my daily choices, you know, especially when I decide to do my, to do them no matter what. When I make specific decisions to make daily choices that will affect my, my legacy, then I'm gonna choose to do them no matter what like reading my Bible, I choose to do that no matter what. Why do I do that? Because I want for my life to be built on the word of God, amen? I want for my children to see that I build my life on the word of God. I don't build my life on popular opinion. I don't build my life on what I feel like, amen? Come on, how many of you know our feelings will lead us astray every single time, right? I don't build my life on what I feel like, by choosing to live and do things and make daily choices and make, um, make daily choices that I have predetermined to make, then I take away the power that my feelings have, amen? You understand what I'm saying? When I choose to read my Bible every day, there, I, I do it when I don't feel like it, right? Amen, because how many of you know we don't feel like it every day if you do that. When I choose to make prayer a part of my life, when I choose to pray, not just once a day, but throughout my day, because I wanna go to Jesus with everything. I wanna be led by the Holy Spirit in everything I do. How many of you know, we make mistakes, don't we? I make a lot of big ones when I do it in my own power, but when I give it to the Lord, when I say, God, please, I wanna do what you want me to do with my life, then He leads and guides me, and I make wiser choices, amen? That's why prayer is so important. I pray because I want to be led by the Lord. You know, when I go to church because I want to be a part of something that's bigger than just me, I know that my little, hey, I give to missions, I give, you know, to things like that, but I give, I can't give that much because I don't have a, an overabundance. But what I give added to what you give and you give and you give, it becomes much and because of that, we can support almost 100 missionaries around the world. So because I can do my little and we can all join together, we can do something great together. What does the Bible say? It says one can chase a thousand and two can chase 10,000. Come on, together we are better, amen? I go to church because, I'm faithful to church because I wanna be part of something bigger. I also wanna be a part of a healthy community. Like if I go to a bar every night, how healthy is that? right maybe not so healthy amen (laughs) if I go to McDonald's and eat every day how healthy is that not very healthy but you know church is like my spiritual gym I come here because I want to get healthy I want to get stronger I want to grow I want to be better and so that's why going to church is so important to me. And I go, whether I know we're the pastors and we're supposed to be here, but you know what? I've been to places where I had the choice and I didn't have to go to church, but I chose to go because I knew what was best for me and my, my family. So, you know, how do I leave a legacy? That's the big question. How do I do it? I'm just little old me, how do I leave a legacy? Well, I'm gonna tell you something, there is a way that you can leave a powerful legacy and that is through legacy prayers. Legacy prayers. I want to encourage you today. Your prayers are powerful. God wants to move in your prayers. You know, the priests, they were carrying the presence of God. And they were they carried that ark into the river. And what they carried across the river, the presence of God, that's what carried them into the promised land. Amen? Let's read it. In Joshua 8 and 9, it says, And the people of Israel did just as Joshua commanded. And they took up the twelve stones out of the midst of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, just as the Lord told Joshua. And they carried them over with them to the place where they lodged and laid them down there. And Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant had stood. And they are there to this day. You know, legacy prayers are very powerful um, because they affect generations after you. And you know, I just wanna ask you, do you wanna pray prayers like that? Do you wanna pray prayers that affect generations after you? They don't just affect your children, they affect your children's children's children. Come on, I wanna pray prayers like that. And you know, I often think about my life, I think who prayed for me? Because I remember getting saved at the age of 17 and thinking, I don't, you know, I don't remember too many people in my family ever serving the Lord other than my, my parents. They had given their lives to the Lord when I was about seven years old. And you know, I, I began to notice that things, doors opened to me that shouldn't have. And I, I began to notice that, that God protected me in areas where I was just dumb and I should have gotten in more trouble than I did. But you know, I could feel that someone had prayed for me. And I don't know, I still to this day don't know who it was, but I totally believe that someone down the line was praying for me. And I have looked into my ancestry and there are pastors and there were people who, who had a rich Christian heritage in my, in my ancestry, you know, but I didn't know those people. So, but I know that they prayed for me. And you know, last Sunday, I was gonna—I had planned and had all a lot of this prepared back last week when I was here. And um, but God confirmed this to me so powerfully because I was standing in the the, that little foyer out there, and I was talking to some ladies. And one of the ladies came up to me and she said, "Hey, Miss Jenny, you know what? Um, Did you know that we're related?" And I was like, "Wait, what? We're related? What do you mean?" And she said, "Well, I was doing my ancestry, and a name kept popping up in my ancestry, and it was Al Force, my husband." And she, was, I was like, "What? How's that? You know?" And she said, "Yeah, you know, it was through this name Braddock." And she's like. Is, does Pastor Al have any Braddocks in his family? I'm like, yes, his grandmother is a Braddock. Yes, there's a bunch of Braddocks in our family. And she said, yeah, yeah, the Braddock family. They're related to the people who planted this church 75 years ago. There was some people who were related to the Braddocks and related to my husband. How many of you know, those are some powerful generational prayers. Those are some powerful legacy prayers that were prayed and are living out in us today. Even though we may not have known those people, 75 years ago, we weren't alive, you know, but um, thank God. (laughs) But, uh, But you know what? God is moving and he moves in legacy prayers. And so today I wanna encourage you, because I can see some of you are probably sitting back saying, well, I can't really pray those kind of prayers because of who I am. And I just wanna encourage you, God wants to move through you. He sees you. He knows you and he wants to move in a powerful way through your life. He wants for you to pray legacy prayers. He wants for some of us to just have the audacity to believe what his word says and to pray powerful, effective prayers. He wants to use you. Um, You know, prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. I heard that one time on a mission trip, and it's stuck with me ever since. And the missionary gave me a key. And I remember thinking, prayer is the key. Prayer, prayer, it's us talking to God. It's us reaching heaven as we, as we just turn our eyes to heaven and say, God, please help me. Prayer, prayer is what we do. It's the link between God and man. First John 5, 14 and 15 says this. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. We don't just approach him going, uh, maybe, you know, if you want to. No, we can have confidence. I we can, You can. You can have confidence in approaching God and saying, God, move in my kids' lives. Move in my home. Move in my workplace. Move in me. Um, it, it says this. It says, we. Can, this is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything, according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask according to his will, we know that we have what we asked of him. How many of you know it is his will that your house is saved? How many of you know that it is your his will that God, that he can do great things through you? Amen? It sure is. Because prayer is the key to living a powerful legacy. Um, prayer can do more than you ever can do. It can help it can move in your life in such a powerful way. Prayer, you know what prayer is our thing. Prayer is our go-to as Christians. Prayer is what we do. Prayer is how we cope. Prayer is what we do. Prayer is our the shelter that we hide in when we don't know what to do. Prayer is home. It's home. God's presence is our home as Christians. And I want to encourage you that prayer is can do more than you could ever could. Prayer is the place of power. Luke eleven nine nine says, and I tell you, tell you ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks it will be opened. The altar or the place of prayer, that's the most powerful place in your life, amen? Prayer is where we get to be a part of the impossible. We get to see the impossible become possible. Prayers of faith are effective. They are. God hears you when you pray. And you know, they produce something. Now, I just wanna ask you this. How will you pray? If you know that your prayers can be that powerful, if you know that your prayers can be legacy prayers that affect generations behind you, how are you gonna pray? How are your prayers gonna affect the generations after you? What legacy will you leave? What legacy do we wanna leave? What when legacy is what, you know, legacy is what we hold on to and we transfer to the next generation, right? So what is your legacy gonna be? Joshua four verse nine says, and, Jesus, and Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of the Jordan in the place where the feet of the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant had stood and they are there to this day. You know, Joshua not only had them pick up the rocks each one from each tribe, and take them to the place where they were camping, and they built the memorial there. But he also took 12 stones, and he put them in the middle of the Jordan River, right where the priests had stood. And he, he, he put 12 stones, and he sacked them up. And then, you know, the Jordan River, of course, after they cross over, what happened? It all came back, and it covered those stones. But you know what? Don't you know that in times when there was a drought, or that when when things were rough in the land of Israel what would happen how many of you have a stick out in the lake behind your house if you have a lake i do and i know when the water's low or when it's high how many of you know that when drought hit the land and they couldn't they didn't have enough crops to feed their families how many of you know they could see those stones sticking up out of that water and they knew that god had showed up for them and he was going to show up again and i want to encourage you As you take up your stones, the stones of your legacy, and you build a monument out of your life. I want to encourage you, your children will remember the stories. And they, and and, and how many of you know that you'll remember your, your testimony. Your testimony is a powerful thing. God saving your life is powerful. And I want to encourage you, keep telling your kids about what God did in your life. Keep telling them, God saved me. And he wants to do the same thing for you. Even those of you moms who you've been praying for a long time, and maybe you have a wayward child. I want to encourage you, don't give up. Don't give We make make our own choices. Our children make their own choices. They become their own people. But you know what, I promise you, your prayers will live on. One child may not accept what you have to say because God's given all of us the, the, the gift of choice. We choose, right? But you know what, down the line, someone will accept that, accept that call on their life, will accept what you've prayed. And I wanna just encourage you, keep praying. Keep believing. Come on, what kind of stones are you going to pick up? You know, those stones are there to this day. And my legacy, it's going to last beyond my lifetime. I've, I've decided it's going to. You know that? How, you know, how easy is it to forget what God's done in our lives? Sometimes we forget. And we have to set up those memorials. Set up those stones. You know, I've seen it all. I've seen people. I've gone to funerals, a, a bunch of them. And I've seen people who leave behind a mess. They leave behind a lot of, a lot of grief and a lot of issues and a lot of fighting. How many of you have been to one of those? But then I also have seen incredible funerals where people left behind a rich heritage and a legacy where almost the people didn't really cry that much because they were so proud of who that person was and how much they had affected their life. And you know, I wanna encourage you today. I want, that, I want for that to be my story. I don't know about you, but I wanna leave a rich heritage with my children and their children. I want for my family to know that I stood for something and that I lived my life like God called me to live it. And you know what, my life is different than yours, but I wanna encourage you today that God wants for you to pick up those stones, the stones of your legacy, and to build that memorial and to show your children that God is up to something good, that you're praying for them. You know, Pastor Al and I are, we are, um, you know, We are evidence that God does answer mama's prayers. Our moms used to pray together. They would fast and pray one day a week for us to get saved. We did not even know each other when they did that. And who knew we would end up getting married and being in ministry. But, you know, I believe in mom's prayers. I love my mom. My mom has Alzheimer's. And, you know, I'm going to go there today, this afternoon, and visit with her. And she can't tell me that she loves me anymore. Um, You know, she, she... but you know what? I pray for her and I tell her the one thing that she will do is she will shake her head when I say, you're a good mom. And she'll say, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she won't say the word, but she, she can't speak any longer, but she will shake her head. And I just get so excited and I say, mom, it's because of you. It's because of your prayers. And I want to encourage you today. Don't we all want to be parents like that? Don't we all want to be friends like that? Don't we all want to be, um, you know, have relationships like that where we affect people? Let's live legacy lives. Let's pray legacy prayers. Come on. We are people of legacy. We are people of legacy. I want to close now. And if you would, let's stand with me and let's pray a prayer of legacy. I want to encourage you. Pray. Pray pray a prayer of legacy. If your children are here with you today, turn around and pray with them. You know, if you're maybe maybe there's a friend like family here that you want to pray with, pray with your family today. Let's pray. Let's believe that God is going to do something powerful through our legacy. Amen. Come on, let's pray. Jesus, I just thank you, Lord, that you are here in this place. And God, that that you choose not just to move now but you choose to move through our generations. And God, today, we have the audacity to believe your word and believe what it says. And right now, God, we pray, we pray legacy prayers. We pray for our children. We pray for our friends. We pray for our loved ones, God. And we pray, oh Lord, that you would do mighty things through them. That God, you would not only save them, but God, that you would set their lives up for good things. Oh God, we thank you, Lord, that God, you have a plan and you have a purpose for each and every one of us, God. And Lord, we want to choose right. We want to choose wisely. We want to choose to live a legacy lifestyle. We want to do it every day. We want for our children to know for sure what we stand for. And God, I pray, Lord, that we would choose to do that, that we would choose to make that a priority, to live a legacy lifestyle. And God, we pray legacy prayers. We believe, oh God, that you want to our children's children's children. And so God, we take this time, God, to pray a prayer of legacy. We believe, God, that you are gonna do it, that you are gonna move and work in a mighty way. We pray for our community around us, God. We believe, Lord, that you are working and moving, and God, we don't just wanna pray for our home, we wanna pray for the homes around us. We wanna pray for our city, we wanna pray for our state, our country, for the world, God. like to give to this ministry simply log on to our website at oceanwaychurch.com or check out our app where you can give as well thanks for tuning in and be sure to join us again next week